Leave your excuses after the beep, a podcast created for anyone who has ever used an excuse to not do something that you said you would. Does this sound familiar? From busy, overworked, stressed out moms to thriving moms, wives, and health coaches, Kitty Clemens and Kyla McComas are Midwest moms who are breaking down excuses and empowering others to do the same. Listen in to hear which of our excuses we break down next. I'm Kyla McComas. And I'm Kitty Clemens. Welcome back for week 38. Leave your excuses after the beep with Kitty and Kyla. We've been talking about macro habits these last few weeks. I think we started first with hydration, talking about the importance of that and the struggles that we face with trying to keep up with that now that the temperatures are cooler. So if you missed that one, check out the episode from a couple of weeks ago. And then last week we talked all about sleep and how with the changing of the clocks, the ending of daylight savings time, that that can disrupt your sleep patterns and affect the quality and quantity perhaps of your sleep. So this week we are gonna shift gears in lieu of the upcoming holiday. Thanksgiving is right around the corner at the time that we're recording this. And we wanna talk about surroundings. So. People don't always attribute surroundings to be, you know, a part of their health per se, but I can tell you that uh, they're wrong if they don't consider it a part of their health, because let's be real, our surroundings can affect us in so many ways. Mm -hmm. What are your thoughts on that, Kyla? (laughs) Yes, Kitty. Um, I think um, to kind of go in the direction of the definition of surroundings. What we've said in the past with surroundings is like the people and the things in your cupboard or the things that you don't want in, you know, your household, which by all means is a true, you know, macro habit and um, a true thing to help you move forward with your health. But I think with this surroundings, we're going to add a little bit more to it and um, extend it to the side of not just the people and not just the food, but um, the other things that come with it, which is like, and Katie and I can elaborate on it, but just with like... um, um, what are you watching? What are you like, um, doing for like gratitude and, um, yeah, mindfulness and what are you doing for you? Like your self-care or is there any, you know, self-care around it? Um, and then maybe at the end we can talk about, um, the main reason for this topic or why we felt like this topic was good leading into the holidays. So Kitty. So with the self-care and mindfulness, that type of surrounding, let's elaborate on that. And what can we do to drop that negative side and turn it into some healthy exposures? Uh, I think it's important to recognize 
that we have control over our surroundings to a certain extent. And we also have control over the surroundings that we put ourselves into, which may come into a little bit more of um, effect as we talk through things this today. <laughs> but um, can I, I think let's, let's reverse that a little bit, Kitty. <laughs> I want you, and I know we talked about this before with the alcohol of like, we were kind of like a little like wishy-washy with it, right? Like we were like, it's okay to have a little alcohol. But when you said surroundings, like you don't have control over it or have a little control or you have control, but maybe not entirely. Do you feel in your journey that you don't have a hundred percent control over surroundings? I feel and give me an example of if that (laughs) do I have a hundred percent control of my surroundings? No, because I tend to become very wishy-washy when I'm setting boundaries for myself. Mm. Um, And it's a work in progress, right? I am much better at creating a boundary and sticking with it now than I was just a couple of years ago. Um, I still have to have that conversation with myself or rationalize certain things when I know that I'm not holding myself to those boundaries. Um, I'll usually come up with a pretty convincing argument why I should do certain things. Um, For instance, you know, saying yes to shifts at the hospital. That has been an ongoing... That's an ongoing boundary for me, right? Like there are certain requirements that I have there, um, which I more than fulfill uh, above and beyond, yet I get sucked into the, you know, the need and the the desperation sometimes of staffing an open shift or, you know, potentially leaving my coworkers um, high and dry or, you know, and I internalize that and personalize that, like, this is my fault, or I need to be the hero to fix that. And for one, that's not healthy. Uh, two, it's not my job to fill that or to feel that way. Like I'm not, that's not my responsibility. I know that I fulfill the requirements that I have for that position. Um, but it's definitely hard to kind of disconnect and walk away from that sometimes when that's what I've known for so long. But I know that when I do say yes to that, then I'm ultimately saying no to all of the things that I have so desperately tried to incorporate more of in my life, which more time um, with my family, being able and having the flexibility to you know, have my kids do different things or spend time um, with my extended family when the time arises or whatever. I mean, I can take more time for myself. I can have the time for that self-care, which is an important aspect of surroundings. And one of the first things that I was going to incorporate into setting boundaries, it's really easy to throw boundaries out the window when we're taking care of other people. Um, and when we have those things or those, those expectations for ourselves, like, um, I have the desire to exercise 
three days a week um, at the gym, or, you know, I want to um, take time in the morning for my, you know, my coffee and me time, as I call it. Um, but I'm tempted at times when I'm short on sleep, or I have, you know, this errand I could run, or I'm asked to fill in here or there, where I will forego those things, those things that I know make me feel more balanced, I guess you could say. Mm-hmm. Um, because it's easier for me to it's easy for me to say no to myself. And well, so, so I'm gonna ask you that question one more time. So do you feel that you have a hundred percent control over your boundaries and your surroundings? <laughs> Do I have control? <laughs> yes. Do I always implement that control? No. No. <laughs> All, it's a work. I'm trying to say. <laughs> I I'm I want to reverse this too. I am a hundred percent like same line as Kitty. Like I'm not, I am kind of messing, but not messing with her <laughs> because I do the same stuff. Because I, that internal like moral compass of like, I feel bad that I know that I can physically help that situation or do that work or, you know, help that person. But, um, so I'm going to, like Kitty said, neglect the things that are going to move me forward where I want to be because I feel bad. But in the back of, I guess what I'm trying to say is that I a hundred percent have responsible or a hundred percent know that I have control over my surroundings and my um, um boundaries. Yeah. Yes. So um so I just you know it's funny that this subject comes up because it's like it's like what we were talking about, same as like alcohol the other day, not the other day, it was a couple episodes ago, but we were sitting there saying like, just our truth is that if you a hundred percent take out the alcohol, there is so many benefits, so many reasons of why, um, not to have alcohol. I mean, and just the fact that this alcohol, this liquid controls you. And it's just like that with food. Food controls you if you don't take 100% responsibility. Your surroundings will start controlling you. Your boundaries that you're not setting will <laughs> will start to control you. And we are letting that go. We're letting that these things around us control us when we know that it's not what we want. It's not healthy for me. It's not safe for me. It's not bringing me joy, all those things. So why can't we stop that? Why can't we just be like stern and move forward (laughs) with the things that we want? Right? Mm. Well, because we're human and we have feelings and emotions. And Perfect. that's not wrong. As we've said <laughs> many times, it is not wrong to have feelings and emotions. It's what you allow those feelings and emotions to keep you from doing or allow you to do or justify what you're doing 
um, when they don't align with your goals. And that's, that's normal and that's okay, but it's up to you to determine, do you want to continue to be normal and be stuck in the place that you're in right now? Or do you want to overcome that and grow in that moment and be able to utilize those feelings of fear, rejection, you know, FOMO, whatever it is, by saying no to unlock the potential of what that no allows you to say yes to in a different area of your life. So love that. Um, so we got off topic, but kind of got really? off topic. Because yeah, right. We're still talking so, about the surroundings and yes. So tip number one that we're gonna rehash again here is <laughs> set boundaries and prioritize your self care. So we know that the holidays can be overwhelming. They can be stressful. Um, and if they're not, I want to know what you're doing <laughs> because <laughs> you, <laughs> even oh, in the most controlled situations where I have created boundaries for myself or for my family or for, you know, interactions, like there's still some degree of stress and overwhelm, whether it's being, you know, worried that someone's not going to like a gift that they get, or you're not going to make it to spend enough time with this family member or that family member, or just the logistics of getting from one place to another, like all of those things can cause stress. So tip number one is Make a list of all of the activities or commitments that you have that actually bring you joy. Mm. So what things do you do you like, love, and enjoy about the holiday season? Is it going to see the Christmas light show? Is it going ice skating? Spending time with your grandmother or seeing this particular family member? Like, what is it about each of the holidays, whether that's, you know, even Thanksgiving, which is coming up soon or, um, Christmas, Hanukkah, whatever, like, what is it that truly brings you joy and just practice saying no to the things that don't bring you joy. Don't bring, don't say yes to things that aren't going to align with your peace and well-being during this magical holiday season, you know? Make time for your relaxation, make time for exercise, make time um, to just rest and recharge. Like we know that the holidays can be really overstimulating and overwhelming. So it's okay to have just a down day. You don't have to fill every day and every moment with something because you feel that that's what you should do. Mm -hmm. Go back to what brings you joy. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. And I think it, you know, that kind of brings us to limiting that exposure to the negative side. And I know it can't always be avoided, but like Kitty mentioned, is once you fill your schedule, your cup, your whatever you want to say with the things that do bring you joy or the things that you want to make sure you attend this holiday season, because that does again, make you happy and um, excited for the season, Uh, fill your cup with that first. And then, (laughs) or not at all, um, avoid the things that cause the negative um, feelings in your schedule, your life. And 
by that, like, um, stop, you know, making these high expectations that, you know, are never met every year. Um, you know, for example, I used to be like really, uh, big on like, okay, what time are we having dinner? Okay. If it's at, you know, two o'clock, like, okay, like now I have to like do all these things because I need to be at my family's at two o'clock and, you know, otherwise it's just no fun. I can't be there at that time when realistically, yes, I can do my effort to get the family out the door, all that stuff. But realistically, I probably want to be a slow morning, enjoying the time with my family, um, you know, having that coffee, like he said, and, you know, with four children, it's hard to get them all out the door and dressed and all that stuff before the time that we need to be at the house. And then let's put in traffic and let's put in um, all that stuff around the holiday season, because you can't, you don't know, you can't control that. You don't know what um, is going to happen. So it's like, why put that expectation of I have to be somewhere at two o'clock and I'm not even enjoying this Thanksgiving because I am doing these things that are causing um, this yeah negativity in my life. So I, when they set a time, I was like, this is the time roughly that I can show up. Um, so start dinner without me or whatever the case is, because I, I'm just there because I want to see family and I want to have the kids enjoy the time with their cousins. Like, I just don't, it, I just let it go. And it, I don't want it to bother me anymore. Like, I don't have an expectation of like, I need to show up at this time. If we do great. If not, (laughs) like. I'm just there to see family. And I stopped like letting that get to me because I am such a person that's like, you know, especially like working in the restaurant industry before the past or weddings. It's like, I had to start on time. I had, you know, there's a set schedule and I'm like, that is no fun when, (laughs) when you're stressed out to be on time. So that's one thing that I released, um, over the last, you know, couple of years was just like, I'm not, it's, it is what it is. You know, if I miss a family member, okay. You know, like I, I don't want that stress. No, what about you? What have you uh, um, uh, maybe changed you know, that exposure, the negative yeah. exposure. Well, I feel like the holidays for a lot of families can drudge up some uh, previous conflict or even create conflict um, because of something in the past or just like you said, trying to figure out what time to host something, who's hosting it, who has to drive, who's making the food, like all of these things. Like this is supposed to be a, a joyful gathering of thankfulness and spending time with family. And yet we're so bogged down by the time we get there, we're mad at aunt Sally because she can't do this. And so-and-so's not going to get there on time. And like everybody gets so uptight about things. So for one, I love that idea of lowering your expectations, right? Like if we show up, consider it a win. 
Um, avoid the conflict. <laughs> avoid the conflict. I mean, I am a total Enneagram nine. I'm going to avoid conflict at all costs. But when somebody in the family starts bringing up what somebody, you know, did to wrong them, however long ago or whatever, just walk away. Don't feed into it. If you don't like the conversation, walk away. We are grown ass adults here and we can have conversations um, and we don't need to keep dredging up the past for crying out loud. Um, And if something... I know that. that? I've I've been around you with that and it's like... You are good with just like, "Mm, this doesn't suit me. So I'm going (laughs) to walk away or not say anything, (laughs) you know, just it's not my place. (laughs) You do not have to add fuel to the fire. Like that's, there's no need for that. Um, And then, you know, maybe you need to protect your peace by just avoiding certain interactions or environments. I mean, If you're the one that's causing the conflict in the family and that's all that you can, you know, muster up right now, then maybe you need to, you know, take a year off, not attend that event. Yourself. (laughs) Like, I don't know. If you can't hold it together, then perhaps that's something that you should consider as well. I mean, it's just a thought. We're all here trying to be better versions of ourselves. And you got to have that awareness sometimes. If you're the one that's bringing the negativity all the time, uh, if you notice everybody around you is awfully salty and sour all the time, perhaps it's radiating from you. Try on a little different perspective and maybe you'll enjoy things a little more. Mm-hmm. Um, so not only avoiding ne- negativity, but intentionally surround yourself with people that you want to be around. You know, people that are positive influences doing, you know, engaging, uplifting activities, whether that's with, you know, local groups or your church or friends or whomever. Like, who says you have to have Thanksgiving with your family? Do it with your friends. Do a Friendsgiving, you know? Hang out with the people that bring you joy. I love that. I love that. So I think, I think overall, a little different perspective of, um, what surrounding surroundings is a big topic. Um, and you know, so I think maybe look at the holiday season a little bit differently and, um, uh, you know, work on some of these things throughout the time or really like be conscious of how this holiday season is and make adjustments for, the other upcoming holidays. But Kitty, I wanted you to end on, um, you shared something obviously earlier, just about that whole gratitude and, um, you know, mindfulness this time. And especially since next week is Thanksgiving. And I just thought it was so good. And you put it in a good way. And maybe you won't remember, but it was just good. And I think we should end on something like that because it is Thanksgiving and, um, and to yes. be thankful. Yeah. So I'm probably not going to do it justice, but I heard something recently that really just kind of struck me as like an aha moment, you know, during the month of November, a lot of people are practicing gratitude and thankfulness, you know, maybe journaling or taking pause to think about one thing every day that they are thankful for or grateful for. Um, And the perspective that I was, um, I guess, challenged to take was, um, 
how would you perceive what you're thankful for if that was the only thing that you could bring with you to tomorrow? So when we feel like we don't have things to be grateful for, or we're just, you know, coasting through life, like what are the things that you are grateful for that you get to bring with you to the next day to see into your tomorrow? So just a little bit different perspective on that. And perhaps you'll take some time over in the next, um, I guess, over the holiday season and maybe even beyond to um, just Take a little mental note of something, someone that you're grateful and thankful for, and just take note of that, write it down, share it with that person, or share it with someone. Yeah, be a little more aware of that. Yeah. Well, thank you. I um I just love these conversations. conversations. Um, hopefully you got some tips from us today. See you back again soon.